1: And for the first time this year, we are joined by the Wild Panther himself, MG Mark Iyer. How you doing, mate?
2: Good
3: afternoon, Mister Ross. Nice,
2: how are you, Bruce? Good, mate. I was uh, I was watching a replay the other day of uh, Game Two Thousand, Penrith versus West Tigers. Remember that match? Yes. Mate? I think uh, old Craig Field, John Hoppiwade, jumped out to a massive lead. Your mate Torren Smith, Louis, was playing. Yep. Big MG out there with the big Paul Harrigan shoulder pads on, and uh, Penrith, <laughs> Penrith, <laughs> Penrith made a massive comeback. So.
3: Yeah, I think we were behind, at one stage, uh, 31-6 yeah, in yeah, a game. Yeah, 25 to 11-10. go. And then Tony Pultura basically exploded and uh, set up a couple of tries, scored one himself, and we uh, Chris Hicks kicked the goal from the sideline to, to give us a 32-31 victory. That was very my last season... In the NRL, and do uh, you think it changed in fifteen years?
2: Mm, it was a cracker game.
3: Yeah, it was a good game. It was a good game to be part of because it was it was the, first, it was the last year before wrestling was introduced to rugby league. I never experienced uh, a wrestling coach in my in my time as a player. Um, and apparently, the year after I finished in two thousand and one, they were. Uh, brought in to
2: help uh, with tackling techniques in inverted commas so Yeah the store um, <laughs> my, uh, my, me and my partner were sitting there watching it. she said oh there's so many tries from long range I said you never see that anymore I said well you're right you know from someone who doesn't watch a lot of footy it was a g- good observation because you know the, the way the ball was moved and you know the different philosophies on coaching and how the teams were playing was it was refreshing yeah it
3: was it was because it was um, I'm not sure I think it was unlimited in change back then so yeah. Um, but it was just a different mindset, you know, there was no, there was no three and four blokes in one tackle you know, manoeuvring your legs up your ass and, and putting elbows over your, your chin. and yeah. It was just, it was, you know, basically tackle, engage, get off, otherwise it was a penalty and there was no chance of anybody, you know, trying to lay on you for too, too long. So, But anyway, I think, um, you know, obviously, it's, as we say 15 years ago, the game has come a long way. Um, I'd still like to see a couple of changes as, as we go forward. I I know the rugby league is one of the only games that basically changes the drills every year, so why not go to the hot hog and go back to one referee, um, mm. go back to six and, six on the bench, and once them six are in the change, they can't go back on. Yeah. You'd see a lot more attrition in the game. And, I know myself, uh,
2: even um, at Seagrade last year, Like we had 10 interchanges, we had 10, and most yeah. games I wouldn't use them. And that's, no, a, that's,
3: that's right. an under-19s club level, so I mean... I would say, Brock, that I'd say 80, 85% of first-grade rugby league players would be able to play oh, 80 minutes if they had to. Yep, yeah, I agree. If they had to play they would. That's just a bit, um, But uh, you see that bloke on the sideline getting warmed up and you go, okay, well, it's either me or the other second row or the other front row, I better have a big run here and then I'm off. And then you... you you know you're getting a break. So yeah. when, you're, when you're done though, you kind of get your second win quicker and you get more into the game and you don't worry about getting replaced and you, you, you play accordingly. But that's, uh, that was then, this is
2: now. Yeah. I, I reckon even if they went to six and then had two as like in, uh, injury interchanges, oh, I think the only real yeah. reason I'd use 10 last year was because, um, and even at, even at the junior rep stuff, we rarely use 10. It um, was only because of an injury.
3: That's all. Yes, that's right, that's right. So. And that's and that'd be good maybe that's a independent in that change bench you had two maybe flyers as a another twenties player and someone from New South Wales Cupers as, yeah. as your uh, other two injury injury replacements. Give them a bit of a taste of what's what's ahead.
2: Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. All right, Louis. Right, Quite well, a week
3: in, wasn't it, in rugby league, I suppose, with uh, the Titans. Brock, you you being a Titans mean what's your what's your take on I'm it? I'm not
2: surprised. Not surprised at all. Like I, I guess I was surprised it was, um, you know, regarding cocaine. But the way the club's been going the last, you know, probably three to four years, you know, we we made the preliminary final. We're, we're within a whisker of making a grand final um, in 2010, and then since we haven't been back in the in the finals mix. So it, you know, we won a wooden spurn, We we dodged another one. Um, yeah, and then and then you've seen obviously Cardi got the flick and. For me, it goes back to, and I don't want to be too critical, but the signing of Dave Taylor and the signing of Greg Bird. I, Dave Taylor came out of South with a massive stench and Greg Bird basically came via France on the back of an assault charge. So, I mean, you, you, there's an old saying. I mean, you sign, you know, pay peanuts, you get monkeys or whatever whatever saying you want to yeah. associate with it. But, I mean, these guys had priors going in. And I thought the club did such a good job building, you know, with your, with your guys like Rogers and Bailey and all these clean-skinned guys. And um, the club was set up so well. And I think the last three or four years have really let themselves down with signings and, you know, obviously the money problems as well. And Michael Searle um, being pretty selfish and greedy regarding his ownership stake in the club. So there's there's been a lot of conflicting factors in why they've got to where they are. But I'm not surprised that... It's fallen in a heap, I, but I'm, yesterday I was pretty happy that the NRL took over ownership, and um, that should be a sign of things to come. But again, like we, we were probably dollar one favourite to sign Daly Cherry Evans if Manly didn't retain him, and now because of this, we're probably no chance of getting
3: him. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I think I, I think you know once the NRL's taken over the control of the club, well, I think that gives them back a bit of uh, a bit more prestige. I think it puts a any doubt that's in anyone's mind that Gold Coast are going to be a viable entity for a long time to come. I hope so, mate. Um, I, hope I think so. they will be. I think yeah. we need a team. We need a team, you know, with the AFL punching, uh, pushing so much money into the Gold Coast Suns. Mm. Um, I think it's in our best interest. Yeah, but, but When you mentioned that 2010 season, there was, there was people Lining up outside to get into
2: Rabina, couldn't get a seat in the joint. It's- Mate, I, um, I had to pull strings to get a ticket. 2010, I flew up there for the first home finals game by myself, and I was a, I was a member. You know, of, I know a lot of people in rugby league, and I had to pull a lot of strings to get a ticket there. Um, that's it. And then now, you, I mean, you can get a ticket on halfway if you walked up to the gate five minutes before kickoff. So how quickly yeah, things nice. change. But I, I, I almost think, you know, the NRL taking over, I've, as good as it is, I, I almost think our future... Um, depends on whether we can get a marquee player because if if we don't get a marquee player in the next two or three years nothing's going to change because the on-field results are going to be crap
1: and this is pretty much what I said to you yesterday and MG kind of touched on the point in my eyes then are all taken over as the best possible situation because if I'm them and I'm the Gold Coast my strategy is pretty much I need to help get Daily Cherry Evans up to the Gold Coast I need Somebody, he, you can't really say he's on Gary Ablett level right now, but the future prospects say he's going to be the Australian halfback or thereabouts. If I can get him there, if I can make sure that Aiden Caesar doesn't leave, because the mail I'm getting is that Manly are planning a counter-attack. If you take Cherry Evans, or take Caesar. Well, I think
2: Caesar, Caesar sort of said he wants to stay, which Well, is good. he's
1: come out more recently. Rumours are getting louder he wants to go home. Roosters well, I, I are, up, dogs week, are up. Dogs are up. Uh, Manly, well, I heard the same the opposite way. Okay. And there's three or four clubs already circling. But yep. Manly are already planning to counter-punch, but... I think the NRL strategy-wise, if Ablett's up there helping out those kids, they need to make sure or do them a favour and get someone up there. I think they need to make sure Cherry Evans' is viable option to get up there, make it quite possible and keep Caesar. And then if they do end up cleaning house, we, we must remember these guys are still innocent until proven guilty, but if this exactly. is the case, they really do need to help them get some play power up there. Yeah, I think yeah,
3: that's they, they, best they, best they, they definitely, they definitely need a marquee signing, and whether it be you know Cherry Evans or not, um, within the next twelve months, they've got to at least give their that sort of supporter pace, support a base, a glimmer of hope that mm. you know times aren't going to change. And, and as you mentioned, Lewis, and I, I couldn't agree more. Everyone's due. Everyone deserves their day in court. These boys will get it. Yeah. And, uh, let's just hope it's not one of them. Um, Darkest day in the sport. Uh, moments where you know the world went into a frenzy when the uh, when the charges were laid and um,
2: yeah, <clears> they <throat> nothing about them. Um, and, and we'll see what eventuates. But mm. well, the year that uh, the Titans forced Prince out, like I was, I was critical that we were for, like we forced Anthony LaFreniere out for Greg yep. Bird, we forced Scott Prince out for I don't know who um, because we didn't. You can't force your marquee players out unless you've got someone to replace them. And, you know, we got rid of all these blokes. Prince was past it. Don't get me wrong, Prince was past it. But the year that he left, we were still, you know, on the borderline, border of the finals. The year after, he went and played at Brisbane and they finished ninth. They finished ahead of us. They beat the Titans twice. I mean, so he was he was better than what we had. You know, right. I just don't understand moving pieces aside. If you've got no one better underneath to come up and replace them, it, it really put us in in a, in a bad spot.
3: Yep, yeah, we'll... yeah, and as I say, the game goes on, and in uh, a week's time, we'll be having kick-offs, and um, I can't wait, to be honest. I can't wait to watch the Rabbitohs, who looked unbelievable in the uh, the World Club Challenge, um, just put a big ex- exclamation point on their, their season of uh, 2014, and anyone who had any doubt that uh, that struggle without uh, Sam Burgess and Ben Teo, um, we'll have a look at Greg Inglis as captain. And, there's your proof in the pudding, but this bloke's going to another level if that's possible. He, he was like a favourite horse. Uh, watching him play against St Helens the other morning, and he uh, he's just he's just ripe for the picking. He just looks so so fit. Um, the leadership role has, oh, I think, you know, been a perfect marriage with him um, and Glenn Stewart and I, John Sutton in the back row look looks sensational. He's big enough to play in the forwards um, when you've got halves like Keary and Reynolds uh, running the show took a lot of pressure off John uh, John Sutton's shoulders, and I think he played great at back row, which will be his permanent spot. And, um, they're going to be about again. You know, outside backs are going to be a bit of a worry for them. Yeah, um,
1: that left but, edge, that left edge really worries uh, me. I said that in the previews uh, the previous year. If you go back, watch that uh, preliminary semi final where they played the Manly Seagulls where they got hunted down. It was John Sutton. Bryson Goodwin and Joel Reddy that were in all sorts on that left edge,
2: which is right side of tape. They got torn to pieces. So yeah. I think it was just a reflection of the, dif- the difference between the comps. I think we are a 40-point better comp than them, oh, we're, to be honest. We're massively better. And in, uh, I, I thought the uh, conditions probably suited to us as well because they've got that big, um, big forward pack, played a big power game, kick long. I think St. Helens are more expensive. They 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 tend to come come good. um, in the UK season, at the back end when it dries up a little, bit. but
1: I still stick. I have had this argument with a few people the other day. Uh, I worked with a couple of Pommies that seem to think that uh, they were pretty close. The two teams we sent over, otherwise, the Dragons are not even a top eight side at this point in time, no. and the Broncos are in a rebuilding phase, and they beat probably the second and third best sides over there still with un- <laughs> un- underwhelming. <laughs> if um, just say someone wanted to clump
3: over there in England, if they come over this year, had a, a full off season things uh, in Australian conditions where'd well, they finish in the NRL this year they finish bottom 4 uh, I, I agree I, I think they, they, they finish, finish four four. bottom 4 oh, I just yeah bottom 2 <laughs>
2: Um, but these one-off one-off games are a chance for them to, to take a scalp and I guess they, I think they mean more to them than what they do to us I mean they, they prepared, all those sides would have prepared like a grand final for that for that game from a UK perspective because it's such yeah. a big thing over there, you know, but, to, to beat an Aussie side The grand
3: observation I made was just the body size difference.
2: So I, just... I, I explained it like this like you flip it around and say when Manchester United come out and play the A-League All-Stars like me and you treat it like a pre-season game whereas we treat it like a grand final it's the same thing, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just a different perspective on it because because we're, you know, we're the number one rugby league competition. Whereas, you know, in some other sports, when glamour sides come out, we're not. And you know, of course, you'd like to see uh, the underdog win. Everyone loves that. But I, I really enjoyed the weekend. I thought um, wow, the first you. two games were good. Oh, yeah. They were tough and brilliant. I,
1: uh, I was a little disappointed with some very silly people on social media that ragged on the first game going oh. Referees awful between the Dragons game. Yeah, and good. there's a lot of drop ball. I'm like, are you kidding? They're getting, the ball was getting dropped because it's slippery and four blokes are pole-axing somebody. Yeah. The, you, there's a difference between a messy game where there's just stupid think, drop uh, passes and errors and when people are getting bashed and the ball's getting forced.
2: The, Aussi- the Aussie sides were loving the one ref. <laughs> yeah, because 100%. they were getting four in oh, yeah. and they were holding them up. It's destroying and, the run. Yeah. There was plenty of grub going on. But I'll tell you what. And we the can, poor old Pommies were going, we thought we were good at wrestling, but yeah. we're not, are yeah, we? you're not. we're all good kebabs. We oh, Wigan
1: killed me in the ruck. They were absolutely filthy, so I was yeah. very happy when the Broncos won off that penalty. What about
2: uh, probably highlight of the weekend was Gelling charging down <laughs> Corey Barker's kick? And then we're sort really of the the real change, we, we should implement <laughs> Bloody hell, it's I'm not like the, the, the Union. when they, the,
3: the, the Gell kicker's about to walk in, you're allowed to run up and try and block it. Well, <laughs> thought about it. I think Gellon thought he must have been playing the Union, because that was so bizarre. Uh, what about Corey look we <laughs> <He looks laughs> <straight laughs> the going, what? You can't do that. It could have nah.
2: only just got it could have got one step better if it would have knocked him out. Yeah like that. the Mick Crocker one straight yeah. in the melon and he just goes down. Straight in the
1: temple. And just quietly that field was an absolute disgrace. But
2: they all are, mate. Oh, no,
1: That's what the no, that like over there. The other
2: head. two fields were good. No,
1: they that weren't. field if that wasn't a muddy bug hole. They they were, it it looked like Cambridge Park. Cambridge Park or St Fields. middle of the season. You're playing in the middle of the bloody UK.
3: Yeah, well, that field was ordinary. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're in the middle of that wind.
0: Like exactly. They're, they're, yeah. they're going through the coldest part of their
3: year, kind of thing. That's all. You know, they. As Brock said, they do a lot of their teams over there do come better once the, the weather finds up and yeah, they, they, they start playing a on you know on dry paddocks and. And I think they, 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 their school base is, I think, very uh, comparable to the Aussie boys. I just think that the. The late programs that we have over here, and the, the, the professionalism of our players, and how much they put in each week at, right. on the training paddock shows. Especially in the, when you take the best team out of their comfort zone, which was set South. You play them, in, uh, you take them on a 24-hour plane trip. And then, you, and then you play them in, you know, two degrees weather um, on on the on the premier's home deck, and
1: they get beat thirty nine nil. Exactly. See well, what I think. I think in particular the one difference in the first two games where I thought the Pommie teams were getting the better of the roll on, as far as meters are concerned, they don't finish their sets off. Our kicking game's ten times better than any of theirs. None mm-hmm. of them find grass. They kept picking out fullbacks and wingers. Uh, kick chase. There's blokes rushing out and trying to put shots on all the rest of that. We well, kick, find
2: grass, build pressure. I'll tell you what, but they've uh, they've changed a rule this year back to that rule that we had in the NRL, yeah. where you can like bat the ball dead, put one yeah. foot over the dead yeah, one. That, that. takes the importance of your kicking away, really. Like, like and they good, got short in goal. A ripper, is. a ripper kick over there is. Oh, yeah, we'll just bat it. Dead That's a stupid rule. I, yeah, I hate yeah, it. As if well. you're
1: dropping on a dime and it's very close to being, you know, dead in goal. And they're forced to pick it up, and you can just stick your leg out. I saw that with one of the kicks, I think it was in the Brisbane game, and I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. He had his foot out, and they didn't
2: explain it. There were three or four of them that happened over the weekend. Um, yeah, what a strange rule. I don't know, I
3: don't yeah, know why. Yeah, he... it's bizarre. It's a step-back in time, really.
1: Mm. I will say one thing. When you spoke about Sears before, I like the slight change of play. They play a little more up-temper. Yeah, well, as MG said, oh, he nailed it, be, MG. Between because... the first two
3: games, so the, the, um, the Dragons and the, and the Broncos tried to go around, but... English sides where yeah. South said no nah, we're going up the guts and, and that's kind of a blueprint to how a lot of teams should play um, every team you watch last year year before they'd um, go to a halfback they'd go to a, a, a second row who they'd miss and they'd go to a centre who'd miss the, um, another back row who'd hit, a, hit a, a fullback on the and on the, on the half moon type thing and, yeah. and the winger was just, it was just it was that nauseam everything does the same thing it's, yeah. it looks so refreshing to see South playing a, a different type of Game where they just use, they utilise the, around the ruck area because it's, it's somewhere that the NRL club should have a look at as well and doing because it's mm. that's where I know myself when I play that's that's where you try and have a little little sneaky rest every now and then when you see the ball going the other way then they go yeah. oh shit here it's coming back and oh, like bang and before you know it, you're standing behind the goalpost. Well, no. two points out of it. Like for me,
2: South, as you said, you could see the difference between the physicality and the power in the South forward pack compared to St Helens. They just ran right through them and um, about two weeks ago I I went back and watched the preliminary final from last year and the grand final just to get a different take on it You know, three months down and South ran all over the Roosters in that preliminary final. The Roosters led 12-0 and they ran all the way, they didn't go around them, they went straight through them. Um, The grand final day was a similar story, the Bulldogs obviously had a bigger and um, stronger pack to try and combat that but in the end it you
3: know, the, it, didn't, it didn't mean much in the end did it. I um, it good? You you also, know, need... I, I look at it and go, now who,
2: what forward pack in the NRL is good enough to step up and match that? You know, I I'd probably look at the Roosters, um, I think Roosters at Penrith,
1: Bulldogs, so uh, the Cowboys have got a pretty good forward pack. Still. and yeah. I know I'm going to sound biased as usual, but Melbourne. I think Melbourne's got a very yeah, good Melbourne. pack. I think McLean. Bromwich, you have got Smith dictating things. We have Harrison, Proctor, and we've got Finucane. So I think we've got a pretty good pack. And this I year. now
2: look at it brings sort of Brisbane back into a bit of relevance for me. I think they have bought well in their forward pack, um, and you know, depending on there's rumours today that a few of their players are going to end up in this, um, end up you know implicated in this scandal. So we'll see what comes yeah. out of that. Well, I think you need to just go through and you need to work out who's got the best forward pack. So I think the the focus, you know, obviously you need the spine to complement it, but. Um, if you can't, your backs can't play unless your forwards are going forward, so...
3: I just, oh, 100%. I looked that the sort of way looking looking at it, miles ahead. The big question is where the Cowboys, what's, what's in the Cowboys, uh, you know, this year. I, they're a team, to me, who have to win a, have to win a competition. They, this this the is it. Mate, they, 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 they tick they, they, they both boxes. They, they both celebrate 20 years in the competition this yep. year, and both have been close. Both have been, um, you know, the Warriors uh, grand final. I mean, in 2001 Win the grand final and got beat by the Roosters I don't the Cowboys haven't been in the Green Five eh? yeah I once I've 2005, I five, nine, 2005 five. lost to the Tigers yeah. been in a couple I'll of Premier Finals but. So have yeah. been uh, the two teams for me who I'm looking at this year for at least top four um, you know a few little sale changes to the, the Cowboys lineup. I, I know that Ben Henning's probably past his best but he'll supply he'll, he'll give that, that third front row for um, you know Tarmow and Scott when they go off there was usually a lot of a lot of oomph went out of their team. Um, now that he's up there I think to cover one of their positions um, you know I think there was I think Carrick Sims needed a bit of a, a change of scenery and he'll go good at the Knights but Cowboys and Warriors they're the two teams that I think this year I don't think I'll win I, I, I'm not sure whether I will win the comp I'm, I'm probably leaning towards a, I think the Bulldogs might get back there maybe um, if not South obviously I think the Panthers are going to have a great year I think they're once they line up all the young blokes who, have, who they missed last year, the Peaches and the car rides and uh, Elijah Taylor they missed towards the end of the year last year as well. He's a calming influence. and I, th- I think we'll see the regular suspects back in the top eight, but that top four, um, you know, will the Storm make the eight? Will the Eagles make the eight? Um, will, will the Broncos make the eight? Um, will the Sharks make the eight? It's, it's one of them seasons where anything can happen. Um, there's only one probably... Uh, there's only one thing in the competition that will happen, and that's that South will be as good as they were last year after watching them, even it all albeit against the, a team that most Australian sides want to beat. Um, this first game you know, in a week's time, I can't wait for. I can't wait to see Broncos take it on, on South to give us a real gauge of where both teams are at.
2: Well, yeah. well, I think angry. they'll get up. South will get up for the first two games. I'll win and then the first I reckon they'll, they'll go into a bit of a slumber. I think that UK trip always comes
1: back to Horn, whoever yeah, goes yeah. over there. Well, I think Melbourne and Manly will both start slow as well. Melbourne particularly, not having Cameron Smith. Uh, South, I think, will start fast. I think Dogs, probably somewhere up there. A lot of the games round one, though, are pretty telling. You get the Roosters and the Cowboys are playing First up you got Broncos and South Playing first up you got the Dogs and the Panthers Playing first up There's a lot of teams That are potentially Going to be around that Top four, top eight Playing round one And then you got which is It's just unbelievable I, I, I
3: feel I feel, feel For supporters Without of of code You know it's, It seems I can't remember An off season Where there's been An instant pre-season um, There's always seemed To be something happening Um, It seems to be as soon as we
1: start playing rugby league, everyone forgets that. Mm. Well, I was going to Um, say that to you. We've only been—I think this is our third year now. The first year we spent our first or second episode going around and round about the darkest day in sport, as far as the Asada investigation. Last year, I think we got straight back on it because it resurfaced and it still hadn't uh, quite gone away. And now this year, we've got this a week out from kickoff. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's, it's uh, exactly. It's just, I think it's, uh, it's, well, David smith has got to have a bit of a pat in the back. I think he's been, he's been great since he's, come to, since he's come to the code. You know, everyone's you know been watching him with uh, with glaring eyes, saying, "Well, mate, you got Benj, Ben Barber's name wrong when you call him Benji. Ben um, you didn't know who Cameron Smith was, yeah? Um, you know, yeah, now he's had the barber's day in sport. Now he's got uh, fresh uh, drug trafficking allegations to front, and I think the way he got in the front foot yesterday and said, uh, we're taking out this club." and and if you don't toe the line, you don't play our code, and you, know, you can't get you know much stronger leadership than that. And I, I want to see him back it goes. up,
2: Bud, MG. I want to see if, if these guys are found guilty, we've got to go nut nah, bang
3: out. See no, you later. Matter. Has to be. Has to but be. Danny Wicks, well, Danny, well, Danny Wicks, he's he's the exact yeah. same thing. He got he got eight months jail for drug, drug trafficking and served his time, and now he's back playing. So what do you do if these blokes hypothetically are guilty and? Um, they rubbed out of the game for, what, two
2: for or years. three years, and then they serve they, the suspension.
1: Do you have him back? No. Well, look at it from no. this perspective. I think the two biggest names involved uh, at this point in time are Greg Bird and Dave Taylor. I don't think either of them would be back after four years. If they were to get rubbed out, that would pretty much be career-out. Yeah, what I've
2: seen, don't, we don't need him. We don't need it. I'm 100% with you. We don't need it. Get get rid of them. See you later. Line through your name.
3: Never to, be, never to come back. But on away. the flip side you know, someone that, like Robert Louie. Mm-hmm. I no. but then, then Wayne Bennett comes, and a lot of that, there's another orchestra of people coming out saying that, you know, the blokes who have, um, I forget his name, the young black from Newcastle who was uh, found guilty, went to jail. What was Russell Packer. Uh, Russell Packer. I mean, mm-hmm. Russell Packer's another one. Um, do we have him back in our game? Do we need him back in you our game? You know the thing about it, Nora. I I think
2: that's the thing, I don't think we need him back in our
1: I, game. I've it's had this conversation with, with people that have asked me this as well, and I think it's as simple as this the rugby league clubs. It's all about the talent. They're willing to take someone who's got issues. You need to take that with, decision out of their with, head to, head. Oh, that's what I'm saying, but the NRL hasn't. So they look at it. No. Same as the Ferguson thing. He's been in trouble. But for the Roosters, you're getting a state level player well, potentially Canberra? good enough to play for his country yeah. coming back off the back of massive issues and you're getting him on the cheap. So if he
2: fails, you don't mm-hmm. lose anything. My issue is is that the clubs that do toe the line and do punt these players, yeah, yeah. it comes up to bite bottom in the arse. Canberra got no reward. <laughs> yeah, that's the first
3: club that comes in the mind is Canberra when you yeah. say that
2: they've
3: lost what they've had Monaghan Dugan, uh, Carney, Carney,
1: Ferguson yeah. Monaghan like you know. okay, yeah, I said but I don't see any holes in that theory because it's the truth they get a great talent that somebody else produced for a cutthroat price knowing that they can just dispose of them at any minute if something goes wrong Yeah, I, and I, I they just like wash it. their hands of it so the NRL does need to take that decision out of somebody's go to rugby. hands otherwise it's going to rugby, me.
2: and rugby will get a reputation for taking our off cards.
3: Yeah, that's that's the that's other. You know, it's either, it's either one or the other. It's either zero tolerance, you know, from from this state mm-hmm. forward, or you're going to say, okay, we'll we'll, we'll take every case on its merit Whether well, they're saying mm-hmm. that we're we'll losing uh, all all those fees, you
1: know, there's a code that says no. We, we, we say no. We, we saying no. We'll anymore. Yeah, and it needs. I to I think you'll get
3: one. a lot of people back if we took that stance.
1: Because I, I was very confused, very confused about the our situation. I don't promote. Uh, him pushing his girlfriend into the garage door or whatever happened but he's been banned now and then someone like Robert Lewis still playing after two But this is the problem and, oh, Smith I'm just like, he, this, Some this, of it is Some of it is
2: change. pre-Smith Some of it yeah. is post-Smith that's, I that. that's the, But I think Smith's now been in the job long enough to draw a line in the sand and go right from this day forward zero tolerance yeah. I, you know, I don't give a shit you can't make grey areas it's got to be black or white from here on in if you muck up, if you do A B C D, yeah. you're out.
1: Well, as long as that's the case going forward, and same with any other misdemeanors and fines and whatnot, as long as and it's consistent across the board, they're not
2: paid out. They're not they're not given sponsorship. No. That money goes to charity, or it goes to domestic violence, or it goes to wherever. You yeah. need to start making these blokes hurt because they're, you know, what do are, what are they hurt? They hurt for six months or whatever, and then they're back in the same position they were in before. It wouldn't happen to Joe Blow working down the street. No. And yeah, that's
3: the argument you get. That's the you know we have it on radio through the week when this coming out a lot of people were saying that you know I test positive or I supply cocaine to someone in my workplace and
2: I get, I'm fired and out of a job I, and I tell you what they're not knocking on your door 12 months later trying to re-employ you no no that's right that's no. right that's my that's my, and I think you'll get a lot of those fans back um, if we if we take a hard line on it and, I, and I, I look across all the sports and I don't see anyone really taking a hard line on it, oh, it AFL's got what three-strike policy. Well, I said that to somebody the other day that, that was
1: saying, oh, it's only that I really brought up. I told him about that three-strike policy and said, you don't hear about it so much down there, but what a crop that is, yeah. exactly what you said. Do so you get flying well,
3: no, I suppose it's all about uh, image, game image. You know, what, what do you want? Do you want a, a code which knows they've got drug cheats and won't expose them until they do they do it three times? Or do you want to be associated with a code that finds drug cheats, Keeps deals with you. drug cheats, and then gets on with the game? Like I, I Myself, I had the young bloke coming through the system and I, I find it unbelievable that somebody would condone letting someone in a sporting organisation take a, an illegal substance once, then take an illegal substance twice. So if you have it the third time, well, guess what? You're out. But by that time, the young kid's hooked. Yeah. And he's, he's wasting
1: he's the money stopped. or he's, you know, he's spending money. I just,
3: can't, I just can't get my head around, and I know that a lot of people have tried to explain to me why they do it, but I can't get my head around... No. Saying to, saying to people on your roster, which is which AFL called their roster, boys, look, we've got a first-strike policy here at the club. Um, I don't care you go, out and have a, go to the, go out the pub tonight and try a bit of cocaine or, or, or taste a bit of pot or, or do whatever you want to do, but you know that if you get caught, it's going to be one strike next to your name. and Then if you do it again, well, you've got another strike. But where, where's, where's the duty of care to say that what if one this, this kid takes an illegal substance once and gets hooked on it, and wants to go yeah. to the next level. Like well, that's, that's just for me. And well, Brock, I suppose, you as a school teacher, would uh, resonate more towards it. I just can't, can, I can't comprehend condoning something like that.
2: Mate, our duty of care in terms of if we even hear someone mention that they're they're going to take it, you know, if if, I don't, if if that's not reported, that like I get sacked, you know, that's yeah. that's the duty of care at at that level, you know, at the education level or the government. Uh, you know, I guess I guess we're working with children as well. We're not working with adults. Um, I guess that'd be the that'd be the argument. But I mean, the difference between a seventeen-year-old male and a nineteen-year-old male isn't a lot. Isn't a great deal, you know. So, no, it's, only, it, no,
3: it's only it's
2: only two years. Well, that's sorry, right. And then that's the difference between yeah. being a child and an adult. Hmm. I
1: mean, and then hanging out with other adults or other. But what I also don't understand is
2: if if they've got a three-strike policy, does that mean that if Asada finds them? Uh, or they test positive with Asada? That swept under the uh, the carpet three times. Don't know. I don't know. I don't get got, it. I'd, I'd, I'd really like someone. To answer I've that got a feeling
1: that that policy was restructured in the past couple of years to one strike and then next time is out. I'm not too sure, but I'm, with Asada? No, I think that was the AFL setup. I don't know how that works with Asada. So don't you, watch enough it, or it, pay attention enough yeah, yeah, me to understand it, but, the system.
2: But yeah, you're right. And I mean. The other thing is, like going back to punting these blokes out of the game, like you put yourself in um, MG's young bloke's shoes. Mm. If, for example, he got a crack at, or he was close to a crack at first grade, and then you know, whatever club he was playing for, Club X, goes out and buys someone in his position that you know, bashed a woman that's been out of the game for 12 months or you know, who'd been done for drugs or whatever, you'd be filthy. You'd yeah. be absolutely oh, yeah. filthy, you know, and I guess that they're the stories that the people don't see. You know, no. for me, in my position I'm I'm in mean, now, you see how hard these kids work. You know, it's, it's not easy.
1: Before, though. For the clubs, it's easy to wash the hands of them because they get a great player. It's about the talent at a cutthroat price, and it's no different to buying a horse or being a horse trainer. Yeah. You feed him You contract him As soon as he's not useful to you You wash
2: your hands of him But I think, I so think, think we've them, come to a common ground here In yeah, no, the NRL yeah, It needs to be taken out of yeah, the well clubs It needs to be taken
3: out of the clubs Yeah where, okay, well that's That's what I was waiting to hear So we've, got, we've, got, we've had an independent commission For the last what Three or four years yeah, What a, they um, An integrity, integrity unit um, Which seems to be doing something But the independent commission I thought was brought into the game To do that To be independent of the game And the clubs So that the clubs weren't forced To try and cover up for their players and, and, and the game and, and the NRL weren't forced to cover up for different things. Mm. I thought the, Ind- the Independent Commission was there to rule with the nine-fifths and, and basically run the game so that you know they were independent of everybody else. But I don't I, I don't know who's on the Independent Commission anymore. I don't know if John Grant's still running the show. I don't know if he's been given an extension on his deal. I don't know what happens. It's, it's a bit like the Players Association. The only time you hear David Guernsey or some, someone from the the Rugby League Players Association is is when something untoward happens, but you never see them being proactive.
2: And no. I tell you what, it'd be like, for example, you're a radio station. It'd be when he rings you, you know. Pardon? It'd be when when he rings you. I mean, he. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem like you know if, if there's an issue even even this like this is a classic players association well, classic, issue classic you yeah, know you would right. think he'd be out there you know well, in front who of who was this it, and, who
1: was it last year that spoke to Clint Newton because he's the president I think that was um, that was
2: Maddie and um, was Paul it, Kent think,
1: on yeah. on and, on and they absolutely with, drilled him and he had no response and I was like well, you, if but, you're the president Clinton, of the players association Clinton, Clinton he should be still a little bang as well like yeah, he doesn't have the background
2: to be the head of the players association or the rep for the players association like is. With all due respect to Clint, um, that's where that association's at. I mean, right. there's there's plenty of other players out there that are they're in a position that well Mick Crocker know, and a few others. Why of they can they on put board, a few but... of them through university, three or four of them through university and have them as?
3: I think it would make like a good players' association representative. It's, uh Nigel Wagner, he's uh, yeah. he's making good things happen off the field with the um, some the one are like some are like
2: Petro, uh,
1: Bobcat Ryan's another one who does. Bobcat Ryan's off the third. another one
3: who's got a lot of integrity and, and it's just someone who a player. The players need a voice. Yeah. The players need a voice. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Not just when there's a drama. They need to know that um, that they're signed up. Um, they're away from their parents who live in Rockhampton, down in Sydney, trying to trying to make a fist of it. They, they they need to know that outside of the club that they're playing for, they've got a they've got a, a body that look after them unconditionally. But yeah. I, I, the silence is deafening when it when it when it needs to be most heard and that's one thing that I'd really I'd love to see the Players Association get a, a lot stronger voice on the, on the other hand um, we're talking about AFL AFL's Players Association basically run the game down there mm-hmm. everything's they, <laughs> got to go be you know, approved by the Players Association, a real change anything, their players have a, a lot more say um, Brendan Gale I think he's still the, uh, the, the head of that and he's the next player he's saying that he could be the next C, uh, CEO of the game so there's two contrasting uh, issues, but anyway, let's get on with some tips. Hey? let's get that top eight out of the way because I want to, I want to shock you boys and lead a couple of uh, big teams out of mine. We're about to, uh, <laughs> I'm about to, as they say, open a can of whippers.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, was not much different. Uh, well, who are you? Firstly, we'll, we'll go to we'll go to the big one. Who, who are you tipping to win the comp? Penny Panthers, mate. Penny Panthers. All right. I've got I've got the Cowboys, Louis. Winning
1: the comp, I hate the Cowboys as well. I'm more on the theory that, yeah, with Tama they lost Sims here before.
2: And then I'm thinking... S- um, Slowly but surely, they're getting picked apart. I think they need to win a comp by Thurston's there. Right, and my top eight, are um, based around that, I've got the Roosters, Panthers, Cowboys, South, Warriors, Storm, Manly, Dogs. I'm a, I'm, Only I one Panthers, change, I think. I think Panthers, Roosters, South, Cowboys are, for me, the four, you know, the big four, and then you throw in Dogs, Manly, Storm, Warriors behind them. Um,
1: well, for me, I had the Roosters first, the Dogs second, the Cowboys third, Manly fourth, Souths fifth, Panthers sixth, Storm, uh, Storm at seventh, and the Warriors the only change with the Broncos going out. Uh, similar theory to you, I think the Cowboys, the Dogs... Roosters and Souths. I think the top four kind of separate themselves, along with Penrith, if they stay healthy and with the schedule.
2: just going to stay. stay, stay Uh, I get the
1: feeling Manly and Melbourne. I just can't leave out because they got too good of spines. And the Warriors have got way too much talent. Uh, The bottom half of the table, I see the Raiders, Titans, Knights, Tigers, Eels, Dragons. All those teams, I basically put a pen through. The only teams I see contesting. At the bottom there are pretty much the Broncos and the Sharks and, you know, maybe the Dragons and Eels if they get lucky. I think
2: the I think the Tigers can, can I, I
1: don't see too many other teams pushing in. Mm. Mate, you
2: looked at the feel-good story of 2015. Who's that? Oh, the Sharks. The Da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> Shark Nader. Shark Nader, boy. Shark Nader. They won't win the comp. I'm not saying they are going to win the comp, but they're
3: going to be the team, I think, that's going to cause untold headaches to the other 15 teams. Everyone's going to think they've got their measure um, but this is, a, this is a stoic team who's been to hell and back and um, I love what they've done uh, recruitment wise Ben Barber I think is going to be one of them players you go wow, that's the old Ben Barber um, Jerry Burr has a bit of utility, Jack Burr watch this kid play this year, Jack Burr is one of them kids who will we'll play origin uh, Bakuja back in his rightful position after a year away, over in the Warriors Michael Ennis had that you know, that toughness around the ruck and that they really really need um, even Kyle Stanley adds a bit of utility value so it's you a couple that with all the injuries that they will get back with Luke Lewis will have his full season and Wade Graham will probably play Origin this year he's, he's Origin made I, I just I like the Sharks I don't know if I'll finish in the top four but mm. I definitely think I'll finish in the top eight and I think their spot will be taken I, I agree with everything else you've said except for uh, the Storm I think the Storm's rain. Sorry to say that, Louie. Uh, I think the, the Storm's rain as a, a head supreme uh, team of our era is about to end with uh, their big three. It was in particular a big two, uh, what, turning 32 this year, Smith and, and Slater. Um, I just I just think it's one of them. I, look, I, I, it's a silly thing to say, but, you know, because I think any time any, any team's coached by Craig Bellamy, is a
1: team that's going to be there all the I 100% agree with that, but I think, I think that for me, Slater finally got his elbow and his knee fixed and he got his eyes fixed up, so I think he's the best he's ever been. Kronk had his first ever injury. Smith is going to be gone for a few rounds, yeah, but uh, I think Blake Green, Brock's played against Blake Green in his age group. I think a lot of people don't know enough about him. Kronk's not going to be playing both sides of the field this year and they're not going to be heavily relying on him, I think.
3: What do you do okay, What do I do around origin boat which, which is That's a litmus test I'm well, Green, Green, Green
1: will be there Kurt Mann Ben Hampton Or Kurt,
2: uh, Kurt
3: Mann I will actually come think This
2: year Origin for them Is a period Where they'll pick up points
1: And the other thing For me really? I think Our, yeah, our, yeah, I our other bit players well, To me got more important Procter's I'm, a I'm lot I'm, more
3: important i the To your house
1: Bromwich <laughs> Bromwich is probably, bar James Graham, to me, the best front row in the corner. Oh, yeah.
3: He was the first one I bought in my uh, fantasy league. Yeah, but that's, that's yeah, what I mean. He's, he's not
1: origin-affected. No. And Tohu has doesn't credit. We've got pretty much the New Zealand forward pack. And we picked uh, up... Okay, I we boys, we'll see. The victory
3: names to watch as far as I'm concerned, as far as players go this year, is uh, Matt Moylan, Tamarillo, and, and, and Johnson in the Warriors. So I think they're three players who will... He years. I think Moran will break into the New South Wales team. I think Sam O'Reilly will continue his wrecking ways, and I think Johnson will, after winning the uh, the Golden Boot award, will go from strength to strength. I'm not right going to lie. lie;
1: he didn't deserve the Golden Boot.
3: No, maybe not. There's maybe no not. way. But, you not, know, I'm not just off the nines. Less than, what was his name? The bloody combo who won it a
1: couple of years ago? Oh, Christ, don't even start me. Brock's, Brock's best
3: mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brock Sir loves Keir. his favourite player, bloody Kevin Sinfield. Yeah, but he's not. He's not the best player. Nah, he's horrible. That's what I mean. So
3: yeah. you've got to take it. Yeah. He,
1: I mean, he's, I he's on, on, his, on his day, if, he's if the best you, player if in If you were going to well, go off what the Golden Boots should go off,
3: which is how they've played... If you've come over here and played like Sam Burgess, would I think maybe he's a... He's, yeah. he's, well, he's, he's past he's, that. You know, he's worthy but of the man of the, he's, he's the golden boot. you know, it's, nah, it's, I'll it's, tell you
2: what: I, how did the best you? In doesn't you the best player in the world. How didn't Sam Burgess win it? Yeah, well, how didn't any of the others win it? Was, I thought either it's, it's it's Thurston or Burgess. Otherwise, go home. But all the other nominees yeah. to me were more worthy than Johnson because if you go off the
1: NRL season, the Four Nations, and they somehow contribute the nines. I have no idea how that has any part in the golden boot. Bromwich was better all around in both. Yeah, I thought that Burgess just, was better. Just, I thought Hayden was better, and I thought that Thurston was better. So all
2: other four nominees to let's me deserved more than Johnson. A forward is never going to win the Golden Boot, no. and never going to win the Daily M until, until the rules are changed and no. the scoring's changed.
3: I think Inglis will get Dallium this year, so that's uh, backing up uh, your yeah. assumption. I think Greg Inglis has, uh, so has got uh, Dallium award written all over him. I've got you
1: down for Dallium, Inglis as the Panthers and your big improver is the Sharks. What about your minor premiers? Do you think the pennies will be first when the season
2: finishes 26 rounds? Or? Um, look, I, I think, uh, like you boys, I'm, I'm thinking,
3: uh, I think the Dogs will be up there. But we've, don't forget, the, the most players are joined me. now. Now it's mean, double trouble for most teams, and if they play... Anything while like they did an orange together, uh, for the dogs, uh, for at least, you know, half their games, they win them. Um, I, I think they, they were looking good. Um, uh, yeah, the top four, I probably agree with you about. I think the, uh, the Ravros Roosters, Cowboys, or thereabouts. Um, the bottom half of the top eight will be the, I think the Eagles, I agree with that. I think the Warriors, yeah, Cowboys maybe, and the Sharks will squeeze their way in. If not, uh, April will be a little bit higher, but, um, I really can't see anyone, Low then. It was, um Look, Jared Hayne, massive loss. You can't um, lose your best player. With, uh, I, I yeah, you think. Star. You take your best player in any team, you're going to struggle. But yeah, I, I think they can signs, adjust. And I know it was only a trial game against Penrith last weekend, but I saw some good signs um, with Nathan Peets being back here. Yeah, they've got a good pass. They missed family last year around the Ruck area. He was kind of. He, mate, the way he was playing, he was pushing for an origin berth even yeah, uh, yeah. after the first five or six rounds of the season. and Injury struck him um, and struck the Eels, but uh, yeah, send
1: Norman
3: normal I, right I, I well. Wait for it. I, look, I, honestly, I, I really can't wait for it. If, oh. if I'm sick of the shit that goes on our game off the 3rd I'm sick of the fans who we, we ask every week to buy the jersey, and 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 then, then another jersey because we've changed our, our our design this year, and then we want you to buy membership. Well, we the, then we want you to line up at the uh, table and, and pay t- five times what you'd usually pay in the shop for food and beer, and and
1: then we keep giving them this. Yeah, and I that's when to... we stand up as
3: a code and say, "Enough's enough, okay?" And excuse the French, but fuck me. Let's yeah. let's do it for the fans this year. Let's make 2015 all about the fans instead of worrying about ourselves.
1: Yeah, and a quick tip on the jerseys, man. Brock agreed on this point. I reckon your home jersey should have to be locked in like the NFL every single year. Like the storm this year doesn't have the thunderbolts on either jersey. I'm pretty dirty about that. I think. The red V always has to start. I think the Panthers jersey should be the licorice the jersey. I think the home jersey should be untouched every single. We season. should get to do because <laughs>
3: you've got just... thunderbolts
2: <laughs> on your quads Taddy. That's that's what. Mate, I've got thunderbolts in a different spot. Don't worry yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, should. Sure, I reckon we should get to a game like spot in our game where. Our jerseys are sacrilege. We shouldn't have advertising on them. That, away, that should be the goal. Your away jersey, I think Get to you to have enough money to give the clubs to not have to have You shouldn't have to buy jerseys. a
1: new home jersey every year. No, you shouldn't. You have to have, I reckon, the heritage jersey or your basic design should remain every year. Yep. Roosters in the tri-colours, Dragons of the V... Penrith should have the licorice, Melbourne should have the storm, yeah. Thunderbolts, like it should be traditions sacrilege the at home games. Home games should be, you should be able to I think we'll to get to
3: that up. stage. I think we'll get to one day. I think, you know, you yeah, watch Ameri- American sports, and yeah. that's one thing you know, you know
0: straight away that there's no advertising on their, on their jerseys, and it looks good. Well,
1: that's um, pretty much why I reckon the
3: Thunderbolts are going this year. The, the says that they don't, they don't need that type of sponsorship. No, they've got but, the money. You know, one day I hope we do get to that stage where we don't have to rely upon putting, you know, different gimmicks on different jerseys to just to try and make a buck. We're the,
1: we're get, the Melbourne, Melbourne Crown Casino this year. There's no Thunderbolts and there's a giant-ass logo on the front.
2: Well, for me, yeah. like, this... this Give me uh, investigation. Yeah. Give me investigation. The off-field stuff has actually made me renew my membership. Like, I got to a point last year where I was just like, no, nah, I've had enough of the Titans. I've had enough of... Not, not yeah. that i would stopped supporting them, but I thought, I'm not tipping any more money into this when I don't see any improvement, but... This week, with all this crap that's happened, of, uh, of renewable board. membership,
3: yeah, that's back a true, again. Thing, mate. That's, what's, that's what every fan. That's what it's a true fan. But everyone's got a breaking point. Everyone, you know, there's people out there listening to this at the moment who have, uh, you know, got four kids and working from six in the morning to six at night, and their one their one downtime of the weekend is to go to the footy and, and relax with their their kids in the stand. And we're making it harder and harder and harder as the years go by, to accommodate for them. Families that do struggle to make ends meet, we've got to come up with a, a simple plan. It's you know, it's it's either you know kids under fifteen are, are allowed free, or, or or once you know, I just don't. I I think there's ways in our game to to fill the stands better, you know. And yeah. I, 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 even if we play at ANZ Stadium, which a lot of teams are now, why don't you make them top echelon of, of seats, dollar coin donations, or something that go to charity or. or or something like that, you know? It's nothing worse than seeing a blockbuster game on a Friday night at ANZ and there's 15,000 people there.
2: We we'll just have your reserve seats and then the rest is just general admission, first in best dressed. Yeah, there's,
3: there's, there's, there's ways, isn't there? There's yeah, ways. 100%. And as you said, so get points right, on seats. I'm going to to uh, do a bit of training and, and uh, get these old knees uh, pumped up with some pain away. So there's a bit uh-huh. of a plug for pain away. I saw that you know, on Twitter. Cold pain, nothing but the pain. You boys are saying he's in the comp? Friendly? No, we've
1: got the Cowboys, both of us. How
3: have you got the, yep. okay. right.
1: minor minor the Cowboys? Minor Premiers, we've both got the Roosters, just because I think if they're left alone during Origin and with the strength of squad, they've got enough to get the job done. Wooden spoon. I think we both had the Raiders, but I was hinting at Titans, which made Brock pretty angry. But I feel a little bit better about that I now. I still don't
2: think we'll win the wooden spoon. <laughs> no, I think mm. you will. If if the players are feeling know, if guilty, we, if we and both want to happen, have a bet. Let's have a bet. I, we won't
1: win the wooden spoon. Well, I've already bet on it, and you yeah. can't bet. So. No, I can't. I don't
2: bet, mate. I don't bet on rugby <laughs> league.
1: <laughs> nice. Well, what about you? Who do you think will win the spoon, MJ? Um, I
2: think the spoon will go to
3: either Canberra or the Titans.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got a, a slider. You got a, obviously probably Melbourne. You think it's they're going to miss the eight?
3: Uh, I think they will be, they won't. if they do miss out they won't miss out by much I'll be thereabouts yeah. um, I think I, I, might, I think original will be there they'll be there in this test this year oh, there's a sighting
1: point for sure especially with Smith probably gone for the first few rounds uh, at the Yeah, start yeah of he's, he's the key but, you know, he's
3: the key and a dark horse you, you know he's obviously best years behind him but you know that's, that doesn't mean he's, he's a bad player it means he's going to you know he's I've
1: uh, watched a bit of a try against the dogs and when he come on the field, they, they up the inning and beat the dogs on the bell. So. I'm just
3: throwing it out there. I reckon he'll have a massive year this year. Slater, up? Yeah, I'll keep it cronk. Maybe he's we'll a and straight and half back, so you can't People you forgot forgot about,
1: forgot about view, Bill. Bill's been unhealthy. I reckon Bill will push for Dally M or probably close to top tries this year. I reckon he'll kill it. I agree. And your last one we've got here, mate, what about your dark horse? Is there somebody you think that's lurking in the shadows there that could possibly win this comp?
3: Um. Oh, outside of the Sharks being my dark horse, um, someone from the bottom echelon of teams. I, I don't know. I'll probably depends on depends on Anthony Milford of the, of the Broncos. The Bronco, I wouldn't get the Broncos yet. Wayne Bennett's gone up there. Yeah. Um, he's any team he coaches. You've got to you know give uh, you know give him a chance to do anything. And, and you know, I, I think you'll I think you'll make, make some changes up there that won't be. <laughs> Too happy with uh, the, the fear of the players over there really won't be happy with, and I think that's what they need. They need a bit of a, a, a
2: mini, a mini clean out at the Broncos. Louis. Um... Louis moving his picket up to
1: Brisbane this year. I think <laughs> I, 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 it was that Newcastle. I was calling for him, and now I'm calling for him again.
2: <laughs> I, I, I want to be the one who gets. Mate, better. they lost the World Club Series game. I want he better, wants him out? I know oh, they for the first time. They won no, no, by penalty it's Not good him. enough. I want him out. <laughs> and
1: I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. If I was them, I wouldn't re-sign Sam Thido, First of all, oh ouch, he'd be gone. Uh, Jack <laughs> Reed would be getting moved on. Well, who's better than Thido
2: coming through? Right, sure mate, they've
3: got a whole state to pick from. They've got mate. to find. They've got to do something with their with how they're bringing, right, they bring. They should be top four in the twenties every year. They should be. Well, they've got the, they've got a whole state to pick from. We know that they're you know look how many teams in Sydney are trying to buy from the same. We're trying to trying to get the same um, Plays, yeah. from the same through sort of, of, of the nursery of juniors down here. Like they've got a, they've got a nursery of juniors up there. The, cow, the Cowboys really have got their own nursery, and then the Brisbane Broncos have got or Brisbane to pick from, and it's, something's happening in recruiting where they're not—they don't seem coming through, all, well, or they been picked I, off in the junior eleven. They lost. Finish. Well, this is
2: where we go back to the Titans. The Titans are bloody worse than them. Yeah. So who's doing yeah. the recruiting at the Titans? Tion? Titans. Well, it's not so much. They can't get off the bottom yeah. in the NYC. Nah, no, they're horrible, and they use fifty players every year.
1: Give
2: me a captain charger. Oh. <laughs> captain charger. Get, get me the suit. <laughs> get me the suit, and I'll wear it to games. Yeah. yeah, I will. I, 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 I can organise that. Good. Get the suit. Yeah, well... And I'll wear it to a game this year. Ring your brother Bring and out. ring Stormman. <laughs> talk
3: get, to Graeme Innersley after this, after this chat and we'll see so what we can do for I'm you. I'm serious. Rocky.
2: Get on the phone to... Uh, people can come and hassle me at ANZ
1: Stadium or something. Yeah, well, on the flip side, ring Matty. Get me a hook-up at the Storm. Fire man. I want his job. I want to carry that Thunderbolt that spits out fireworks <laughs> and just <laughs> aim it's that. At him. Well,
3: listen, the challenge won't get away soon,
1: so... Yeah, that's right. And I can aim it at people in the front row while I'm on the killings <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Oh, well...
3: Yeah,
1: boys, love, love you too, mate. Champion. All right, we'll have a brewski soon. See boys. mate. Well, a big thanks to MG for always, as he always comes on the show. He will be on plenty of times uh, this season. Hear from him around origin time every couple of weeks and whatnot. If you want to catch up with him, you can listen to him 6 to 9 in the mornings on the Grill Team, 104.9 Triple M. I suppose we were more caught in this podcast, Brock, for the supposed drug scandal, but it's a bit hard. Uh, without any more information coming to light, and I suppose they're innocent until proven guilty also.
2: No, well, we expected more names by this stage as well. But <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, for, for the time... We've got, but, we've got a bit of mail on, on some names, but yeah, for um, the, we'll wait until that gets proven to be... For the time being, though, we've 100%. got
1: Khalifa Firefly Lower, Joe Vickery, Jamie Dowling, Bo Falloon, Greg Bird, and Dave Tarr. They're all allegedly uh, up. They're going to be going to court. They're going to have their day. They're innocent until proven guilty. So for now, it's just charges pending. Uh, Kymoch or Hunt is in that situation also. There's been more murmurs about Suns players, Broncos, Reds players, but uh, not enough has come to light for us to really delve any deeper. I really hope um, you know things don't get too much further. I think uh, the other big kingpin in all this that everyone was talking about was the former Roosters player. I can't remember his name. Is it John John Smith or John This or That? They were saying that he's the code name or the one that everything was coming through I thought Jason Smith was the kingpin yeah Jason Smith was involved there's someone else that played a couple of games against the Roosters no, who changed sure. his name by depot or something like that I'm a bit confused but apparently he's the kingpin or one of the links they're after and he uses the alias of leather through a company he owns so leather at this point in time it's a bit hard to go into a great amount of depth um, to all the Titans fans out there I think it was good to see them rallying together the other night when you hopped on the, the social media
2: yeah bloody oath. Um, renew your uh, renew your memberships course. Yep. Uh, or if you're not a member, get on board. Otherwise, we don't want to hear from you. Because and
1: Same as the fan club up there. I think it's called the Legion. We saw them the other night. If you're a Titans fan, make sure you hop on their Twitter page, get behind them, uh, get your membership, get up there. And if get out to on, some games. If you're on the Gold Coast, that's the main thing. Get your ass to some games, fill up that stadium, cheer for the blokes that will be busting their ass this season. Uh, who knows? We'll have to wait and see what happens with uh, you know, the charges. Also, the players supposedly wanted to sue the club for not letting them play because they haven't been proven guilty yet. There's a lot going on, but... At the end of the day, I think the biggest positive, regardless of what happens, is the NRL is now in control. Your future is sorted. Money's guaranteed. The game's in a healthy position financially to float them and Newcastle, and hopefully uh, keep these alien clubs going because we definitely can't have another fate on the Gold Coast. Yeah.
2: But for now, I suppose we we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll speak next week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there'll be more news for the yeah. next podcast. And so. a good general chat on football there. You've got
1: MG's predictions, his feelings on the upcoming season. We are not far away now. It's Wednesday today uh, from tomorrow, Eight Thursday. Sleeps. We have one week until kickoff. The Thursday night clash between the Broncos and the Robitos should be an absolute blockbuster. But for now, you'll hear us next Tuesday as we'll be recording our first podcast, our preview. Uh, and our tips for the first round. I'll also be giving all the odds thanks to SportingBet.com, which for anyone that doesn't know or has an account with them, it has now been changed to WilliamHill.com, who also powers Centibet, and now own TomWaterhouse.com. So big thanks to them for coming on again this season. But Tuesday, that will be our first podcast for the year leading into round one. Mr. Gossett will be returning also, hopefully not too intoxicating. No.
2: Like
1: well, now. maybe he'd be better this year if he was intoxicated. Oh, 100%. But one more <laughs> one more reminder for everyone out there. We've had some people inboxing us, having troubles finding the podcast. That is because of the feed change that I've mentioned a thousand times, but obviously a lot of people may not make it to the end of the podcast. We are no longer with Podomatic. Because you dribble on too long, mate. Yeah, well, if you're, on <laughs> if you're on Podomatic still, that's why you're not getting the podcast, and your old iTunes feed is wrong. So you need to go to audioboom.com. That is our new feed. For the podcast, how we post it up on Facebook, you can find it there on our Twitter feed or our Facebook feed. And on iTunes, we have resubscribed. So all you have to do is unsubscribe, type it in again if you can't find us. It's the same as it was before, fifth and last. But for now, we'll see you guys on Tuesday for our first podcast.
3: Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? Where, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it?